Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I always said I would have been happy if I would have seen somebody in television who got like the same same stuff as I did. Or maybe like it's not about arm or armor things or like to do and to make the best out of your out of your situation. Hi, you're back. That is just wonderful. I'm chuffed because I have an absolute banger of an episode for you today. I promised you conversations with extraordinary people and this one completely lives up to that reputation. I was lucky enough to speak with the incredible Matthias Schlitt. Now, if you're not familiar with that name, you might know him as the real Hellboy. That's what he goes by on Instagram. He's a world champion arm wrestler, super passionate about his craft and is just a lovely human all round. I don't want to give too much away, so wherever you are, whether you're commuting to work, on a run, cleaning the house, or just relaxing, settle in. I really hope you like this one. I was thinking maybe the best place to start is I'd love to hear a little bit about your childhood, like where you grew up. Yeah, sure. So uh, I was born in 1987, so in the former GDR, uh, after a long, hard winter in the former GDRs. <laughs> Sounds like the start of the movie. And yeah, so I was like, and my mom uh, is a teacher and my dad um, did some factory work. So, so it's like a, like a handyman. And yeah, so I was I was born there. And um, yeah, straight from the beginning. So it's it's funny story because uh, when I was born, then the nurse... Uh, handed the baby Matty to his mom, to my mom, and said, oh, your son will be a boxer one day. So that was the first introduction to life for my mom because my arm was already bigger uh, than, than normal than the left one. And so that the whole thing started there. So that's that's pretty funny. So it's like I got this seldom genius defect on my, on my right arm. It was always like your son will be a boxer. So didn't uh didn't uh, went into boxing but went into armor thing but also worked so that was the first start probably uh directly from the beginning wow so yeah i was gonna ask you so you could notice that one arm was bigger than the other right from birth yeah yeah exactly so it was directly um I'm, i don't think that they saw it on the x-rays but i as i said it was in the late 80s in the former gdr so don't know how the, the medical system worked there pretty well but uh, that was directly after the start but They were happy that everything worked fine, so all ten fingers worked, and that's that's it. Yeah. Do you have more muscle naturally on that arm? It's like because of I got this bigger bone in my body than my whole. So as I carry this for the for the for the beginning or since the beginning of my life, it's always used to um, to carry the big the bigger bones with it. And uh, my mom told me also, uh, my dad went again to military service, and um, we were living in a in a flat where it was heated by a coal oven. So that's why I was alone with my mom at home, and she always like um, took me with her in the basement to get some coals for the oven. And 
small child, don't know, maybe like three years old. Uh, so barely able to stand. Uh, I was like, I want to help mom. And then I was on the stairs and she turned around and saw how I uh, tried to lift this whole coal bucket, this heavy one. So that was also like, so I guess I was always strong on the le- uh, on the right than normal, yeah. Wow. Has it always been a positive thing and a gift for you growing up? Um, it's, it's, so I got some great parents there. So they always like, um, say that I have to be confident and, uh, it's better to describe it to people and explain than, uh, um, to, to hide it, whatever. So it was very good in growing up and, you know, it's like normal as a child. So sometimes, uh, one is a stupid one and the other day, so other the stupid one. So, but I got like, I had like an amazing, uh, childhood, got good friends where many, much, much time outside I spent. So that's why all, all good, but. It's it's like not I would say completely don't get uh, bullied than normal children so it's like normal childhood and don't uh, no outsider uh, luckily yeah nice would you say that you were a sporty child or what kind of a kid were you growing up we were moving from um, from a smaller town with like twenty thousand people to like a village so my my parents built a house here and I was like. So it was like this village childhood where you like one uh, sp- spent much time outside and then building some shelters and play in the woods until late night. So that was like normal. But uh, I was never in some kind of sport clubs. So I, I liked some stuff on sc- in school. I liked sport as well, but I was never this kind of um, in Germany. We got this. We got sport clubs. It's pretty pretty common. But I was never in a football club. So which is very strange for a German child, because I guess ninety percent have been to uh, to football clubs once in their life. But I was I was never there. I was interested in sport, but it was never in this kind of club sport. Yeah, like organized sport. Yeah, exactly organized, yeah. Yeah, cool. So then how does the arm wrestling thing come about? Because that is quite a <laughs> – I mean, I wouldn't say I – don't, I don't think I've ever seen like an arm wrestling club. How did that come about? Okay, the good thing, so you never saw an arm wrestling tournament, arm wrestling club or whatever, but I can, I can guarantee you did arm wrestling once in your lifetime, probably in school or in kindergarten, huh? <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, and that's the good thing because some sports like ski jumping, like bobsleighing or, or like whatever, you never did this in your life. Yeah. Many, many people, but arm wrestling, I can guarantee 99% of all people, women, men, whatever, did it in, in some point of their time. So that's cool. And for me as well. And because uh, of this stronger white arm, I was always good in arm wrestling. So we did this in school, we did this in kindergarten and did it with my friends, with my, with my, with my, with my dad. And yeah, and then it was different times. It was in 2004. Uh, I was 16 years old, so there was not, not much around with social media. I guess was probably the beginning, maybe Facebook, but even not, I'm, I'm not sure, but you don't got any uh, idea about professional arm wrestling. And my mom went to a petrol station to the to the city where i lived before where i went to school as well and she saw a flyer cities called hallenslehm and the flyer said hallenslehm is looking for the strongest arm wrestler tournament for newcomer and my mom said oh you did so well with your friends you want to try it and i said yeah why not and it was like maybe like that was uh 10 days out so so uh, 10 10 days in prior and i was stupid enough to 
to get to try it because I was like 16 years old, uh, 63 kg, so not not very heavy, not 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 very strong. So just a, just a normal guy, a young guy. So, and this was uh, located this tournament in a bar. So we went on Friday because my my parents went with me because. I couldn't go alone in the bar, of course, yeah. And so we went, we went to this bar, and uh, before, before I was like training a little bit, but I had no idea how professional armrestling works. And so we went to this bar, and I was like, ah, maybe there's a class under sixty kilo, so probably I have to can drop three kg, yeah. And then I went to weigh in, and it was like, ah, yeah, we don't got enough lighty guys, so it's not the smallest class, it's not. 85 kg it's 95 kg is that okay there's plenty of of, <laughs> of gap between the maximum yeah and then we were, we were probably one of the, uh, the the first parties there too and then we were looking at the door oh he's coming in maybe he's strong oh he looks strong and ah, he's and we have a bodybuilder biker whatever coming in there and then and then my mom said oh there are three guys you will you will beat them easier i said oh they are my friends who will support me here there were some other pupils there coming there and so 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 the whole nobody paid really attention about me and it was like looking at come on yeah yeah and then i uh, then the tournament started and we got this professional armresting table there which i didn't know before because we are we were we are pulling on this professional norm uh regulated table and we got the referee there and we got people from a club there to check out that we don't get injured and then a little bit you get an idea about the technique. So, and then won the first round, won the second round, won the third round, and then more and more people. So first I was had to go like two zero to them and then they are building like a tunnel for me and open it. And then, um, yeah, I uh, then I went to final. Uh, then I lose the first final, but came back with two wins because in armrestling you can, if you win uh, lose one time so you can uh, fight yourself back so that's why and at the end of the day i won my uh, i won my class and got also second place in the overall class with like 63 kg there and and the, the guys from the club said maybe you should visit us at training if you're interested i said went pretty well why not yeah so that's why so i i won my first trophy at a sandwich for this day and uh then uh, uh i guess what two weeks later i went to to the club uh, which is like one uh probably uh, it's fourth wolfsburg that's my club and if you're into football uh, they were also like in they got also like a, uh, a bundesliga football club there so a pretty pretty big name in our region it's one hour uh, uh away from my from my village yeah and then we went to training i liked the whole stuff and yes it's 20 years ago nearly now that's a that was a start that was the beginning i just want to go back for a second did i just hear that you won a sandwich for that competition yeah we got i won um i won a 12 as i want this kind of, of uh cup cup uh pokal oh yeah yeah trophy yeah trophy and a sandwich what kind of sandwich was it i'm i'm even not sure if i got the sandwich because <laughs> they had like so you get like a coupon for sandwich but I'm not sure if they got the sandwiches there or there was something like, but I got the, still got the flyer and there was like trophy and a sandwich or whatever, or trophy and the coupon for sandwich. And I guess this place still earns me a sandwich. If you say. They still owe you a sandwich. You should follow that up. Yeah, yes. Free lunch. <laughs> Finally, after 20 years. Mm, delicious. I'm curious though. So you won the competition. Yeah. You obviously, they created a bit of like, excitement around you you were invited to go and train with the club but how do you go from that point 
to becoming a professional? Because that is a huge leap. Um, yeah, so um, I was I was starting there, and then you get like used to the technique. You also get like um, used to some kind of which kind of training is is effective and the whole stuff. And <clears throat> I was starting there, and then I went directly um, after two months to German Championships and won the junior class, the junior class. So it's not so that's pretty awesome. But during this time, junior classes are much easier to handle than than uh, senior classes. So that was that was the beginning. Yeah, and then I get like point on point, I got better and better. And then I guess um, I guess in 2006, two years later, I won my first uh, international German tournament, still with 19 years. And then after German championships, I went to European championships in the youth division, got sixth place. And then I get made my way to the to the different uh, qualities and classes and with the, with the age so that I, it's like it's sometimes when you're still in school then it's hard to find the right time and it's also like a m- money issue because you don't got any uh refund from the government or whatever so then in the next years i got more and more professional i got more and more equipment uh, i got like this home gym uh, which you can see on my youtube channel uh, hellboy armistice entertainment so we can, if you want to get a gym tour so and then i got more and more equipment and of course of the whole international community then uh it's not like walking that you have like one coach i got i have a coach but normally if you go to other clubs for training then you get like some tricks there and some ideas there and some exercises there so you also like try to get out something out of every uh, training session you do with other people so that's why i got more more professional and then uh yeah and uh since 2006, I uh, frequently entered the World Championships and European Championships, uh, got my first German Championship title, and then I was qualified for Worlds and Europeans, so, and then I made my way to the to the classes. So it's a good story. Yeah, long time. Amazing. Basically, how arm wrestling works, like, at a professional level in a competition. So is it just like the first one to get the other one on the table and then that's it that's the end of the game or is there like best of three so the difference uh so depends on this kind of super matches you have like six different rounds and then if somebody uh, wins four rounds then he's a winner of the super match but also like you have this kind of tournament mode where you have like round one uh germany against england germany wins then round two is germany against moldova and then you got the horse like like um, on the on the knockout stage on this kind of every tournament. But if you lose once, then you're still in the tournament. So that's why you have to lose twice before you are out. That's the mode of the World Championships. And this kind of easy just put somebody into the table, into the pad. It's more like this a real fight begins uh, before the signal. Because these matches are, most of these matches are took like two seconds, 90%. So they're pretty fast, but... This, uh, the fight starts before the signal for the better position before so the referees are putting so you have to this kind of small tricks and how you feel better and you have to you need a game plan uh, how to react or how to block somebody what's the technique so we got like different techniques there so it's like but at the end of the day puts the arm of somebody else to the table it is wild though because you just did talk about there's like actually like a lot that goes into it and not just that simple like I've done it to friends where I'm like come on (laughs) you know just like after a beer or something at the pub you know I don't know an arm wrestle is fun but I never really thought about like technique and all of that but it's it's wild how much actually goes into it and you have to and you have to get through it in two seconds that's why so otherwise if you're if you're too slow at the start then you lose once 
So at the start second time, you lose twice and then you can fly home again from Brazil to Germany. So that's 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 a hard uh, that's a hard duty of the armor thing. So you don't get 90 minutes to uh, to react like in fo football. Or you don't get you don't have much chances then you come back there. So that's uh, much pressure on it. So you have to if I if I with this uh, nice uh, watches then you uh, see your your beat, uh, your heartbeat, pulse. the pulse, the pulse, yeah. And then you see, especially before the first start signal, my my pulse is the highest. So that's why I'm I'm. And then it's getting after the ready goes in, it's more like getting used. But you have to be there on point, and that's a that's a hard thing. And that's also like the pressure on this uh, situation. And so some people are good in training but bad at tournaments. So you have to be there on stage on this point of time and don't uh, die because of university. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Last year, you got world champion. Yeah, exactly. Still, still reigning world champion at the moment. So still, still reigning world champion. So that's why. That's got to feel amazing. Like just to be the best at something in the world. Like I, I don't even know how that would. I can't fathom it. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 um it's always like depends, you know. Because I was in two thousand thirteen, I was second, and um. It's always like in this kind of sport, you also got, you, ju you just have one day. So everything is in one day. And our sport is, if you saw some matches, they are very fast sometimes. So even if you're good, so if, if you're in well, uh, your shape is well, but even if you slept well, got some small flu or whatever, it can destroy three months of training without, without, without a doubt. So that why I wouldn't say that last year on the world championships probably that wasn't my best day in, in life so from for my for my shape but sometimes you're ready for the whole start and you're prepared so preparation was good um, um i slept well i was i was on fire so that why uh, everything worked together that's fine but there were also some some uh tournaments in the, in the past where also like very good shape but something or you get like a bad war or sometimes you you get you get in foul or you get an injury or something so like but um yeah, it still feels amazing and it feels like uh, the finish of a long, long road. You've had this amazing career over 20 years. Do you have a favorite, most memorable moment? For me, it was like, I guess this World Championships was now amazing. But um, for me, the biggest pressure for myself was uh, to get a medal, whatever which color it is, uh, in some European World Championships. And we got also like some different types of different federations uh, and in 2013 i got silver on this uh nemiro professional world championship so that's like the the wimbledon of armrestling so everybody knows this and i guess that was amazing because i never expected this kind of victory or this kind of success even if i lost in the final but that was awesome awesome and uh, uh shape was good as always like i, I trained pretty serious and uh try to get in the best shape i can get but that was like a big surprise for myself and out of the sport um with my 
unique posture i would say with my with my body i got like uh got a little more like also like an ambassador for the sport so that's my that's my target so i went to japan to south korea to australia for some television shows and that's also like a, amazing besides the tournaments yeah when i was doing my research for you i saw a video of you um doing an arm wrestle with carl stefanovic from the today show <laughs> Ah, that was in Australia. Yeah, that was uh, on that was on my promo tour in 2014. Yeah, yeah, good guy. Yeah, I was I was I was chasing him after in the studio and I put him down. But uh, I don't know, cool guy. It was in this uh, Australia morning show. Yeah, on the Today Show. Yeah, Today and, Show. Exactly. And I think you even versed like the whole crew, like even the cameramen and stuff. Mm -hmm. They all and you versed all of them and won. That was like <laughs> nobody told me about this. That's why I had to chase him and like uh, choke him a little bit after. <laughs> so that's why. I'm, yeah, but it was it was very cool. Cool energy. This kind of kind of show was like, and that was in uh, 2014 because I was there for some kind of advertisement. I saw your ad for um, is it AGL Tools? AEG, also AEG, AEG. Uh, power tools yeah it's such a good ad <laughs> it's so funny and it's just a little bit stolen from spider-man <laughs> but, but that's uh it was so funny and even i'm so proud of this it was like a uh, once in a lifetime chance so that was so amazing they didn't do any any kind of this uh campaigns in australia for 20 years and i was the first one and we were de developing the whole stuff uh, since the beginning of this year so it was much work in it by lovely always lovely Oh, it's so good. And I think it's it's really well done. It's, and it's funny when you're like, then you get an idea how acting is working. Because when you're the only person and there's 50 people crew around you and something you don't feel well or you're whatever, then they don't don't get any jobs this day. So that's why it's like very uh, much pressure on it. But would always do it again. So AG, come <laughs> on. <laughs> And we will put the uh, we'll put all the details to watch the ad in the show notes. So uh, if you want to check that out, just go into the show notes of this episode. You spoke a little bit before about your training and like yep. we didn't go into the specifics though. So I want to know like what does an average day of training look like for you and do you have to have like a special diet or anything like that? Um, so it depends on this kind of tournament. So I guess the the most intense period of time is for before European World Championships. So that's a, that's the hardest training you probably got. And if you're if I'm preparing for this one, I'm preparing for I would say like two two months two and a half months for this tournament, and then I train uh five to six days a week one to two hours yeah so nearly every day, and it's this kind of three time split so I just got. There, one part is completely normal gym training like chest, breast, uh, legs, uh, back. So normally what you would also do in this kind of normal gyms like everybody's doing like butterflies or whole stuff, uh, some some dumbbells. And then you also got like this kind of uh, special equipped exercises, special machines. So you got some leverage stuff, you get some different handles, the whole stuff. Some uh, so I got this training table and you got some, some different angles and rubber bands so the whole stuff very specific training yeah and the most important uh, part of it is the third one is, is sparring so then i got uh, i got two two people around me uh two of my guys from my clubs they are pulling in a lower division but also both uh, twins and world champion to 63 kg 
so not too far away from my from my weight class and then we are doing sparring and doing some different kind of situations we uh, we rehearsal blocking we act uh, active or attacking uh, s jumping starts fast starts all the whole stuff together and yeah so that's a uh, and i got this amazing uh, training program from a coach from latvia so one of the best arm wrestling coaches in the whole world and that's working for me perfect and this is kind of mixture between these three things yeah and weight classes uh, i mentioned it so i'm not too far away from my uh from my weight limit so i'm at the moment i'm running about with 73 kg and uh, i have to drop down to 70 kg so it's not too hard so probably sometimes uh replace the uh, uh, soda uh, to water or uh, just just keep it in keep it in mind sometimes it's hard when you try to get stronger but also have to uh, drop weight so that's normally not using not working so well but um it's at the moment it's working well and um we have been to uh to austria me and my wife my wife and me and um went for formula one uh, this year and after it so we went to italy and to slovenia for some rafting and then i saw this kind of armistice tournament there also like i want i said maybe we can go not via germany so we can go back via slovakia because i would love to enter this kind of tournament and she said yeah of course you can so that's why and then we went for eating uh in vacations and then i jumped uh, on scale and i had said damn i got 73 kg and i got one day left so that's why i put on oh uh, so we have to drive for four hours it was pretty uh pretty warm outside 30 degree but i'm like big sweater uh the seat heating is it seat heating calling uh in car yeah seat heating full swatter and then i went there and uh yeah so in the evening put on scale 71.5 kg still too much so then i was looking for okay how much time i got left two hours okay so then i found this kind of sauna club there went to sauna three times got back to the venue for scale ah 70.6 so still 500 grams to go i said how, how much time is left one hour i said okay but my hotels over there but i don't got a hot tub i don't got a sauna there so that's why i put this kind of uh, gym mattress so you know uh this kind of rubber mattress where you could put some yoga this kind of oh yeah how, yeah yeah, yeah yoga, yoga mattress uh, on the floor then i put on um this kind of rain jackets this is kind of uh, plastic rain jackets over me full sweater and then put a hair dryer in it and bolt my own uh <laughs> sweat chamber so and at the end of the day i made it so that's why that's 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 a uh, that's also an option but it's it's hard for the body but it worked uh at the end of the day i got my got 70.0 kg and on the uh next day i got my revenge against my opponent from the final from the european championships which i lost this year so everything went smooth and we got like a nice story out of it oh my gosh did you feel awful though i didn't even know that was possible to lose three kg in a day like that is ah you can you can <laughs> so if you see some ufc guys um they are probably using like in uh, 24 hours like 10 kg but it's hard for the body for the blood flow and they also got but you need this kind of equipment because i'm not used i never go to saunas that's why i don't know how my body reacts to the sauna stuff and you also got you got like a, in a hot tub and you put some salt in it but don't get a hot tub don't get a sauna so three kg is a lot <laughs> <laughs> yeah that is wild yeah. 
<laughs> yeah. Welcome to the life of armor scene champions. <laughs> I um I forgot to ask before. So can you like you you solely survive off arm wrestling and like I guess like the sponsors and stuff. Okay. No, so it's not um we funded by the government and it's not so we also got like a little money from our club. So just mm -hmm. for and sometimes it's kind of little money. You can probably afford one tournament in a year when it's like to a neighbor country. So but some years we had like world championships 2012 in Brazil, 2013 in Kazakhstan and so faraway countries from Germany so that's why you have to uh, check for sponsors so that's why you have to carry your travel expenses expenses by yourself as well so that's why uh, I'm happy to get some sponsors here but uh, still very hard to get some money out of it and you go, don't get any prize money normally so sometimes you get something but you have to win the whole stuff and there are more people in it and uh, we don't don't got anything um, so yeah so it's, it's, it's hard so that's why I have to pay a lot by myself yeah, that's brutal. I don't think I realized just how unsupported arm wrestling was. Do you know, is there like changes coming along to, to make it more? Now, so there are some tournaments which are uh, inviting tournaments. I did this as well. Um, but it's not like World or European Championships because especially on World or European Championships, for example, I can tell you when I got silver on um, 2013, this professional World Championships, I won 500 bucks. $500 was my was my prize money for the wise world championship so but you have to travel there you need a hotel for three days and so and there are also like 20 other people in the division and 17 of them earn nothing so that's why it's always like you're paying on and even if you have like there are some sometimes some matches which are well paid but more on the heavyweight divisions and I guess it's probably like 10 in a year or whatever so very very uh, small amount of arm wrestlers can uh, can get some money out of it or it's like more like in eastern europe especially bulgaria or russia then you get like um um you don't have to pay for your travel expenses which is, would also be amazing but and then you get probably like a job at the government or whatever or you get like a little bit out of it but i'm i'm sure that it's not like boxing or football or whatever so Oh, that's yeah. so tough. It's amazing that you can do it. Yeah, like that you make it work. Good for you. Yeah, but it's like even uh, the well-paid footballers um, started playing football because they like football and not because they, they, they like to earn money. So that's, uh, that's the whole stuff. And I'm pretty sure even some guys uh, who attend in the Olympics. So one once in four years, they got like a little bit spotlight on them. But after that, they also forget it. And maybe like, which... I would be completely fine if they would pay my travel expenses, but and um, France last year World Championships is okay, and because of Europe, there are so many countries around it that's that's fine. But uh, this year it would have been in Malaysia the World Championships, so that's why that's much more far away. Yeah. Mm. We haven't touched on your name yet. I was going <laughs> to ask you at the start. I forgot. <laughs> Can you tell me how? the name hellboy or do you go by the real hellboy yeah or is that just your instagram handle uh i i go by hellboy i go by hellboy so real boy hellboy is just an instagram and tiktok or whatever so it's like but no matter when you want to find me just put in hellboy armor thing probably 90 percent it's white um it was in 2008 when I started in your lovely uh, home country, uh, England, I was uh, in Liverpool <laughs> at the Arm Wars and they started to um, bring a series of arm wrestling 
to you sport uh, tv channel for some super matches so tournaments are against many people and you got the super match like boxing against one opponent over six rounds and um they put it more like in the direction of uh american wrestling so waf or wwf so this kind of and of course everybody needed a nickname and i was like so which nickname could could fit with strong uh strong white arm and i don't want it to get like like a crap so that's why i was looking like for a cool nickname and they said what's at the moment in the cinema hellboy and look at this uh white hellboy arm that's why it was like strong white stone arm working perfect so and then i become became the hellboy have they ever approached you about like getting involved so the only thing is got uh, I got I guess uh, Mike Magnolia the guy who uh, invented Hellboy um, to to created it just liked once my my stuff on on Instagram which were, I was very honored uh, for but uh, unfortunately they never asked so I would love so much to get like a cameo or whatever this kind of one of these Hellboy films uh, I'm very supportive I don't want any money I just want to be in um, but even uh, even this because of this kind of upcoming uh, comic wave. Um, I was in Los Angeles in 2012 for this kind of, it was called Stan, Stanley Superhuman, so the, the mastermind of Marvel, you probably know. And I was there uh, armoring against a robot, and uh, yeah, it's totally normal stories, <laughs> you asked for it. And um, <laughs> so I was, I, was, I was resting this robot, and on one of the first, I guess it was the first round, after one second I ripped off the arm of the robot, and they said, damn we should probably use this so that's why and then uh so i got this um i got this um so i ripped off this robot arm and then we create like a nice tv show out of it and then at the end the science institute which created this robot or invented the robot gifted me the arm of a robot and uh signed it and so and then i had to go back home uh, and i said i'll probably get this arm to the hand luggage because people will ask for it and then, so that's why you have to open it. And then I went to the customs and to security control, and you said, "What's this? It's a robo arm. <laughs> Where I got you got a robo arm? Yeah, I ripped it off at an armresting match for Stan Lee." And so I said, "What?" <laughs> I said, "I do, I do, I do, uh, I do explain it uh, uh, once in English and once in French when I was in uh, landed in Paris." Yeah, and it's it's cool because uh, Stan Lee and this show said my name and uh, describes the whole stuff. So the original Stan Lee that is like a big honor for a comic fan. <laughs> totally, that's so dope. Yeah. <laughs> to have those experiences is pretty cool. You won against a robot, which is most amazing, and then you beat Carl Stefanovic and the crew in Australia, which is hilarious. But like, do you have a most memorable arm wrestling match? So I got so many awesome memories, especially like with, I met probably every big name in German television. So that was like, so one of these uh, TV shows is like, if you know from Switzerland, maybe like Stefan Raab is one big name, very big name. He also was inv uh, involved in the uh, song contest in, in, in Germany. So that, that was, so normally I'm pretty cool, but that was one of the days where I was very, very nervous. So that that's like our it's probably our david letterman also in the hall so if you describe it to the english-speaking people yeah but i got so many experiences around the world with armoring matches many guys so that was very german based but very memorable yeah for my for myself and so i got this 
kind of cool uh, matches always this one guy who was in gladiator and met so many uh cool guys from the entertainment world so yeah so pretty awesome but more i'm like i always like enjoy even got got many emails from people around the world so different different countries and it's always like oh yeah my son my daughter also like got a bigger arm a bigger leg or whatever and they always write always write the same story oh they were a little bit desperate but then they saw one of your television shows and they were so happy that there are also people out there which like a different arm or bigger arm and one 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 kid from mexico i got this mail from his mom and said oh now my son is jumping to the through the uh, living room and said ah i got my hellboy arm here so that's 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 awesome so beside every fame and every television and every armor thing it's like so amazing to uh yeah, to uh, get uh, or give some the people some hope and some some idea and some inspiration because I, I always said I would be happy or I would have been happy if I would have seen somebody in television who got like the same same stuff as I did or maybe like it's not about arm or armor things all like to do and to make the best out of your out of your situation. So that's my that's my that's my target. It's so amazing. And that's the thing, isn't it? Representation is so important. And I think, yeah, it's cool that stuff like that's happening and it's amazing what you're doing in the world, putting it out there, because I can only imagine it would be such a comforting feeling seeing someone like you just killing it. And yeah, it's so unreal. So lovely is that um, the world... Uh, step together a little bit with the whole so- social media and with the whole so that you can find everything online so that's awesome totally like yeah you're living in germany and you're having an effect on a child on the other side yeah in mexico yeah, yeah. <laughs> so unreal so wild actually i read somewhere that just reminded me is it true that your forearm is 46 centimeters around uh yeah yeah 44 46 so it depends on so much arm Many arms. That is so wild. Yeah, 40, 44, 46, so it depends on how big is the pump. Mm-hmm. And what about your, um, what's this called? Biceps. Yeah, your biceps. Biceps. Uh, it's maybe the same. Wow. So it's not, not too bad, but it's like different. Do you have to, like just physically, do you have to make the arm on that side bigger or is it like clothes and stuff? Ah, clo- so closing the only uh, the only stuff uh, which is hard was to get like some formal suits. So that's uh, that's the stuff. So so uh, shirts are fine, but uh, this kind of long bottom up suits um, uh, that's 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 hard. Or this kind of jackets, but I got like a good tailor um, because uh, um, I got this tailor from from Thailand, and he's always like honored to make me some some clothes with some different kind of uh, sleeves. Yeah, sleeves. So different size sleeves, and um, that's that's the that's pretty the only stuff which uh, where I'm affected. I have to uh, get kind some customized uh, bottom up shirts, long long there. I feel like that's an easy. <laughs> that's an easy thing to get around. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 it, it could be worse. Believe me, it could be worse. <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine. Arm wrestling takes up a lot of your time and it's obviously a great passion for you. But do you have any other interests or hobbies that you really enjoy on the outside of that? So on the sporty side, I um, I explored or I experienced um, rafting for me. So this, that's, I'm... So my, my 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 wife was a lifeguard and I was like probably somebody who, who have to be rescued. So I'm not a good swimmer at all, but um, we have been 
two years ago in Montenegro uh, for rafting. That was an amazing experience. I love this. I love ice skating. I love ice skating. So that's always like I'm not coming from this kind of area where winter sport is pretty pretty common. So I always uh, talk to my uh, talk to my cousin, which is more like my small sister. Then we we should go for the Olympics for figure skating or whatever. So that's and besides, so I love I love to to check out sports and see sports. Yeah, and um, out of sport, love to go to concerts. I was on a Blink One Eight Two concert uh, two weeks before in Germany. So they were like the, the heroes of my of my uh, of my late uh, time in school. That was cool. And always like I love to travel and meet new people and. Um, pretty handy in different different languages because um, because of the sport i guess i started in 2004 and before i saw like uh maybe two countries so poland and disneyland were the only countries which i experienced before and after this i now i'm guess i uh i experienced or visited like more than 50 countries uh lived a couple of a uh, couple of times in the u.s and um i speak like five languages so that's why it's always like good for the personal development and the whole um the whole stuff is like that you if you are uh, care about your whole travel stuff so i'm pretty handy in how to travel where to travel where to get the best hotels and also the, the, the most useful hotels and we always try to besides the sports we always stay long on the country to experience the country so when we go to brazil for world championships after that we flew to Rio, we 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 saw the whole stuff. We went to the favela, so we tried to uh, speak to some locals. It's always like armor thing based, but then you get used to the whole country. So I love to travel, and if there would be like an armor thing turn- tournament on the moon, probably I would uh, start to build a rocket. Okay, this is like a two faceted question. What are your dreams for your career? Like, do you have any goals that you want to hit? or targets and then do you have any like dreams or ambitions just for life in general for the future so from the sporty side um i got everything more that i wanted ever and more what i expected ever so even with even if i would have died in 2013 after this uh, silver medal would be completely okay completely fine for me so i love also like to uh bring the sport to new countries so that's why that's 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 always like i love to get some super matches somewhere um would love to go back to japan for some tournament that would be amazing to do something there but from the title stuff got everything so i'm very uh common and very very settled and very calm that i may got so much and yeah from the and from the dream side um I am now married since one year or since two years because uh, last year we got this kind of normal ceremony with our friends and party and two years before we got the the paperwork stuff because of the pandemic. Yeah, uh, we built a house. We are living here, so we are love to go to travel uh my my wife is also like uh doing some kind of she's she got chicken so it's she's just some kind of chicken influencer so if you're <laughs> interested in the world of chickens go on instagram to chabunak uh <laughs> there you can find something still so i would love if everything keeps this i am completely convinced uh that i'm very happy and that i'm uh can be can be very thankful to the world What an absolute legend. If you want to find Matthias on socials or find out more about him, all his details, as well as that amazing ad we were talking about, are in the show notes. And look, 
I want this series to be yours as much as it is mine. So if you'd like me to speak to someone in particular or perhaps cover a topic you'd like to know more about, I've also popped all of my contact info into the show notes. If you're enjoying the Withmon podcast, it would be amazing if you haven't already, of course, if you could rate and review this series wherever you're listening, whether that's Apple Podcasts or Spotify. I know I've said this before, but as an independent one-woman show, this really helps get the podcast out there, which means hopefully I can get more incredible guests and spend more time making the episodes. That's it from me today. Enjoy the rest of your day doing whatever it is that you're doing. My name's Monica O'Hanlon. You're listening to the With Mon podcast. I'll see you next week. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.